0: my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be, be in the grief and be in the healing to create space for peace and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. Welcome to episode 160, Healing Through Growth with Angela Clement. I'm so excited to introduce you to Angela. But before we go into that, I just want to give you a quick moving update. We went looking for a house in the new area that we're moving to, which is south of Nashville. And I'm happy to report we found something that we love. And so This week, in fact, in two days, I signed the papers on our house. We'll sign the papers on our house that we're currently living in, in Lehigh, Utah. And then we'll be on our way to Tennessee into our new home, which is in a small community just outside of Nashville, east of Brentwood, if you're familiar with the area. It's a little town called Nolensville. So That's my update. I actually leave town in five days. I'll be gone for a few days to a family reunion, which I'm excited about to go join up with my family at the beach in Florida where we have gathered for 30 something years. (laughs) It's crazy to think about. When we first started going to these condos, they were two years old. And we still go to the same ones and now they're like 35 years old or something like that. So it's it's kind of crazy to look back and if you're as old as me, you've probably had similar experiences where you're going, where did the time go and how did that happen? Anyway, um, Yeah. So that's, that's what's happening. But I also want to let you know that as soon as I get settled in my next house, which should be about the middle of July, I have a couple of really cool things that are going to be happening. One is I'll start a new coach training track. I already have people reaching out to me about that and getting in on that group And then I'll also have a group class where we'll go through the exact process that I walk my one-on-one clients, my private clients through. So you can get in on that and get in a group of people, get to know other people who are going through their grief journey as well, and uh, work through it together. And I think it's going to be spectacular. And I'm really, really looking forward to that. I have the unique privilege today to share an interview I did with a client, and I, it's such a special occasion when I get to do that. I don't do it terribly often. In fact, you've probably noticed I haven't done a lot of interviews lately, but I'm planning on doing a lot more moving forward. So I have this interview with you um, for you today with Angela. Angela is a delight. You are going to love meeting her she has had a lot of ups and downs this last couple of years and it's been it's been a lot and it's been such a privilege to work with her as a private client and now she is in our True Hope Club as well so let me introduce you to her i'm i'm so happy for her i'm i'm so thrilled with it's so fun to watch people learn and grow, and Angela is a perfect example of that, and I'm, I'm so thrilled for her. So let me tell you a little bit about Angela. She's a former school principal, and Angela has had profound experiences with the spiritual world all her life. She is an energy healer and writer focused on helping people move forward after grief and loss. Her late husband passed away from colon cancer in October, 2021. The pain of her loss led her on her own spiritual journey of discovering her true self. Through that journey, Angela has found a passion and purpose in life. She shares her story on her Facebook page, Widowhood and Woo Woo, and blogs her journey for her own healing and also with the intention to build a supportive community for others who find themselves in grief. Angela is the mom of two wonderful children and soon to be a grandmother. In fact, she may be by now. Her husband of 35 years, Blaine, was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer in January of 2021. When Blaine passed away in October, just a day shy of his 55th birthday, Angela was devastated. She went on a journey and I was so blessed to meet her and to be able to work with her. Angela has studied several modalities of energy. Healing is now thrilled to be successfully helping others to heal. She is holding a free online summit entitled Awaken Your Soul's Journey, How to Overcome Grief Through Healing, starting June 16th of this year to bring more awareness and hope to those suffering from loss she is passionate about helping others find their hope and live a life of joy and excitement here's the interview i am so thrilled to have angela clement with me today she's amazing she's a a client and a friend and she's doing amazing things in the world so Angela, share with us a little bit about yourself. Well,
1: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. And um, yeah, I I was a former school principal. So um, I taught uh, for just over 30 years. And my husband and I had a ranch in southwestern Saskatchewan. And uh, yeah, and we, we have two children, a boy and a girl. And, um, the boy's expecting a baby any day and, uh, and his wife and the girl is doing what she loves. She's working with cows. Uh, we sold the ranch, but she's, she's busy doing that. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of my life. School has been my life really. And so, uh, after last year, now things have changed an awful lot. Yeah. So Mm-hmm. they really
0: have so tell tell us a little bit about your your loss and your your grief and um yeah what happened there
1: for sure so last january uh, my husband was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer and um he he had mm-hmm. a a difficult time with chemotherapy and so the the year was rough Um, I was grieving before I even lost him. Uh, He passed away in October. And um, along the same time, my son-in-law was diagnosed with uh, lymphoma. Luckily, he's in recession, but that whole experience was out of this world. And um, so I ended up uh, taking a leave from my position and and retiring, and we also moved. So we moved to be closer to a hospital and moved to be closer to our son and daughter. So um, it it's been a tough tough journey, um, a, a long road. But uh, I was lucky enough to find a little quote. <laughs> <laughs> I found a little quote on Facebook, and it said, people will tell you that you will grieve for a lifetime. I choose otherwise, I choose the path from hurt to hope to healing every day. And that was Julie's quote. (laughs) If I hadn't found that, you know, I was I was on Facebook looking for support groups. And what I found was a lot of people who were grieving for a long time and really suffering. And I don't think that there's a lot. It just seems like it's hard to find the support out there. And so I was just so happy when I found that little quote of hope of Julie's. And then, yeah, the rest is history because I, I definitely signed up.
0: <laughs> uh, I remember talking to you the first time it was, um, you had like, you, it was so amazing because you just really trusted your inner wisdom because you really didn't know anything about me like you you saw that quote it sparked something you reached out we talked you signed up like you just went all in on yourself and your healing and that was amazing
1: yeah i just i don't know i guess i had i just knew that you were going to help me. <laughs> you, you were, you had the answers. And especially after that uh, you know, the little 30-minute talk there, then I knew for sure that, you know, I just had to. I was scared to death. I will say that. I was afraid. Um I was afraid of what, you know, I would have to talk about and and that it would be difficult. And, you know, so I I will say that, but I went ahead anyway because I knew I needed I needed somebody. So,
0: yeah, really amazing. And, you know, your grief was fresh, Mm -hmm. really, really fresh. I mean, it's been less than a year since your your husband died. Mm -hmm. And I look at the, and I know, and I I don't know, but I mean, I imagine that there's still hard days. Oh, yes.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mother's Day was the worst that i think i've ever experienced since it started really i was actually kind of scared for myself <laughs> on that weekend but uh luckily you know i had the tools and things to kind of get myself through and that's what i that's what i think you know if people had the tools and the and the support um you know the, it could be easier not as not as scary and you don't get stuck
0: that's mm-hmm. the other
1: thing yeah
0: so as you jumped in, was it as scary and as frightening and as difficult as you? I mean, there may have been moments, but I'm just wondering, is was it as scary as you thought it was going to be?
1: Absolutely not. So the first meeting was scary because, uh, you know, I just didn't know what to expect. But I remember you, uh, you know, me saying, you know, I'm I just you know, I don't like crying in front of people. <laughs> and I wanted a timeline, I wanted an ending for this, right. And I remember you describing, you know, grief as a, as a water tower, and how, you know, you have to let out the dirty water. It's a, you know, a water tower full of dirty water is what you had told me, and you have to let it out a little at a time. And it started to make sense for me, just that analogy, you know, that I would have to, I would have to do the grieving. I would have to do the work. I would have to face those emotions. And if I had to cry, I would have to cry. (laughs) And if it was in front of people, then so be it. But you also gave me another um, tip was the, the waiting room. And I think that really helped me too, because Um, then I knew that if I did have one of those strong emotions, and I didn't want to break down at that moment, and I wanted to just stuff it, (laughs) then I could put it into a waiting room. And I love that analogy of putting it there and making, you know, putting it in a nice place and just saying, you know what, I'll revisit you later. I promise I'll come back, you know, and then, you know, I made sure it in the evenings when I was alone that I would... I would address those things. And that really, that made a huge difference for me, even in our first, you know, one or two meetings.
0: Yeah. I, I do remember that. I remember how, how frightening all the heavy emotions were. And I think I, I mean, anybody listening, I'm sure that you're feeling the same way. Like it's just, and I felt that way too, like all the heavy emotions, but, and then we just don't, like you said we just don't have tools to know what to do with all that and so we we kind of think the only option is to step it down you know mm-hmm. and to just ignore it because we have to show up in the world because we we have to go about our day to day whether it's making a living or showing up for our kids or whatever it is you know we still wake up in the morning and we have to figure out what to do with our day and so it is really tempting to to shove all those emotions down because what else do we do with them? So we've got to learn the tools and, and the, and, and, and what's so good about that, you know, you, you mentioned the waiting room and, and just to kind of fill in a little more on that Um, for the, for, for those of you listening. <clears throat> so when we feel those heavy emotions, it's like inviting that emotion if it's in a place, because we all have those experiences where we're in a place where we can't go into the emotion in that moment. It doesn't feel appropriate. We're not comfortable. Uh, who knows where we might be, but it just you know may not be appropriate at that moment. But those emotions still need to be addressed, and they and rather than stuff them down, we invite those. We visualize those emotions going into a waiting room. And when I think about that, like I think about TV celebrities that wait in the green room, you know, <laughs> at a talk show, and you know they're they're in nice accommodations and they're comfortable, and you know they're they're all their needs are being taken care of, and they're being um, um, they're being well taken care of. Right. And so we kind of create that waiting room in our own imagination and we invite those emotions in. But the key that you mentioned was that we have to make the space. We have to make the space to actually come back and get them. We've all had that maybe, I mean, I've had that experience. Maybe you have too, where we've gone to a doctor's office or something. We get put in a waiting room and we're like, are they ever coming back? <laughs> I'm like, are they ever going to come into the room? And you're like, I'm sitting there in a gown or something. You're like, I don't want to go in the hallway and see if they're coming, but it's been <clears throat> 20 minutes already. and I'm still waiting. So, um, but the key is definitely that we need, we have to go back in and you were, you were so diligent about paying attention to your emotions and using the tools that you learned. And, um, and that, that, that's where the successes, the successes, not, not the tools are important. We need the tools, but the successes and the work and the effort that you put into it, which was, um, remarkable uh, to to see and to be a part of so
1: yeah well and it was um for me i mean it, it completely changed the whole trajectory of of my grieving right i mean i still grieve but um and i and i don't like it i mean <laughs> it's not like i enjoy it but i know that it's part of the process and I understand that, you know, this is this is the way it is, but I feel so much joy um, when I'm not grieving. And so, you know, I, I, I feel like I get the best of both, right? I When I'm enjoying myself, I'm really enjoying myself. And when I'm grieving, I'm really grieving.
0: So, yeah. That's wonderful. And that's what it looks like to allow emotion. Mm. Yeah. Because when we step down the hard emotions, we're stepping down the good ones too. And we're not allowing ourselves to feel either. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I never realized that before. You know, that that was a that was a huge awakening for me that I could feel more joy, maybe even than I did before. Right?
0: You know, I am so glad you mentioned that because that's been my experience too. It's been my experience that as I went through my own grieving process with you know, the losses that I've experienced is when I allowed that, that it just heightened the joy that I felt in my life, because there's such an appreciation Mm -hmm. for those moments of light and, and happiness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the gratitude practice too was huge for me. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one of the things that you are particularly gifted at is journaling and really staying connected to yourself through journaling and that that practice of self-awareness. Um, is that something that you've always done, or is it something that you picked up more recently? Or what, you know, what's been your experience?
1: <laughs> the only writing I really did was when I was a principal, I had to do a newsletter once a month. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And really that was, you know, and other than that, I mean, emails and whatever, just the regular, but no, I hadn't done any just personal writing or journaling. And I just felt compelled. I mean, it was shortly after he passed that I just felt like I needed to write some things down. I just needed to write and so, yeah, and then it just, you know, with your help, it just kind of morphed <laughs> into a blog, yeah. surprisingly.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've started writing about your experience and mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. and and I, I, I do want I remember how scared you were to put the blog out there, too. Do you yes. remember that?. Mm-hmm. And no. what was, what was the response when you did finally say, Hey, I actually have a block and start telling people.
1: Well, actually the response has been, well, I didn't expect that much response. Um, people have been so kind and supportive. And, um, and, you know, I've had lots tell me that they actually enjoy reading it. And they feel bad because they enjoy reading. it (laughs) Because it's all about my story, right, which is, you know, of heartbreak. But at the same time, it gives me good joy to be able to put that out there and have people appreciate it and, and take something from it. So it's 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 been a really good experience for me.
0: Yeah. Why I'm curious what your thoughts are on why you feel like people resonate with it so much.
1: Uh I think because everybody goes through grief. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everyone is going through it and I I hate to say, (laughs) but I think that society really just kind of leaves everybody figure it out for themselves. You know, we don't talk about grief. And so some people have told me, you know, it makes them think about things, you know, if their, if their mother had a past, you know, their, their, um, husband passed away when they were younger. And, and I know one was a, one's a daughter and she's like, I never knew my mom felt like that. You know, I never thought about it, you know, um, or, you know, they have a friend that's going through grief and, you know, this, now they can kind of understand their thoughts and feelings. Cause sometimes it's not easy to just tell people
0: how you feel either. That's true. It's true. What a a beautiful service, not only for yourself, because I know that you've, I imagine that you've found relief in the process Mm -hmm. of of writing that blog, but for others to go through the experience with you and to be able to acknowledge their own emotions and to be able to grow even greater compassion for the people in their life that are going through hard times. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, when you were mentioning that the daughter talking about, you know, I had no idea that that's what my mom experienced. I, I think back a lot um, about that time when my brother died.
1: Yeah. And,
0: um, mm-hmm. and ha- now having had the experience of losing my own children, I look back on what my mom was going through. Yeah. And I, you know, I kind of kick myself because it's not that I wasn't there for, it wasn't that I wasn't compassionate, but I just didn't have a clue. Yeah. I just did not have a clue. And I thought I did because I was grieving my brother as a brother, Mm -hmm. but the experience of losing a child is, is, You know, each relationship is different and unique. Mm -hmm. And um, certainly it's when we have those experiences, it opens our eyes. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering, have you seen that in yourself, how it's opened your eyes to the people around you and what they're experiencing? Absolutely. I had a really good
1: friend. Oh, I have a good friend um, that lost her husband. And, you know, we were about the same age. We curled together, you know, we, and um, yeah, when she lost her husband, I honestly did not have any idea. You know, I knew that it had to be awful. I was just sick. The whole community was sick. Mm -hmm. And, but I had no idea how to support or what she was feeling or what to do. And, you know, I feel, I feel like you did. you know, you feel kind of bad that you didn't do more, but I, I, I can't blame anyone because there's no way that you can possibly understand it until you go through it.
0: Yeah. It's so true. I, we had a, a good friend. We had, uh, so friends that lived two doors down from us Or their two boys played with our kids. And this has been, you know, a, like 20 years ago when our kids were younger Um, and her husband died in a a freak, um, airplane crash. It was a private airplane crash. And, um, and you know, I, her son called me, I want to say he was 10, the same age as my daughter. I, I believe they were 10 at the time. And he called me and he says, he said, Miss Julie, I just needed to call you and tell you my dad died. Mm. and that's how I found out about it because his mom said, "Kai, do you need to call somebody and tell somebody? And he says, yeah, I want to call miss Julie. And it was just so devastating. It was so devastating. And like you said, like I, I look back and I, and I think about like, I wanted to be there for them. Their kids were at our house all the time. We like wrapped our arms around them. We loved them. But I look back and I think I could have done so much more if I had understood Mm -hmm. a little deeper what they were experiencing. Um, Yeah, it's just it's it's a tough thing. Loss is tough. It's tough. And and there's a need for us all to be compassionate with ourselves, whether we are the ones looking back going, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. I wish I'd done more or if we're the ones going through the difficulty and wishing that our friends would do more, but knowing that they don't really totally get it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. That whole self-compassion thing I
1: think was, was big too, you know, just <laughs> cause you, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I had the kind of compassion for myself uh, before I worked with you either, because I, I was very critical, you know, very, Um, I'm very much a perfectionist um, and just, I just had to start talking to myself in a different way and really give myself a break.
0: Yeah. Well, and and what I've discovered is that as I develop more self-compassion for myself, I also find that I have more compassion for other people. Have you Mm. felt that as well?
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and it's kind of the same thing, you know, you, you feel other people's pain, even more, but you also feel other people's joy even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all that, you know, you just really feel everything. It's so different.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, I am super excited about what you're currently doing, and I would love will you will you share what your current project is? because it's like, I don't know. I just I'm so inspired by what you're doing.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. I, I'd love to tell you about it. So I um, through a class that I'm taking, um, we had a, a marketing part. And through that, I decided to do a summit on grief. And so I have interviewed uh, 27 speakers. And um, so I have put them together. It will air on June the 16th. So I'll be releasing uh, two to three videos a day. And you'll have the summits absolutely free. You'll have 40. 48 hours or so to watch, you know, those videos and um, yeah. And I've got all kinds of different people, Um, grief coaches, you know, such as yourself, um, therapists, counselors, but also uh, healers. Um, I have a fellow who's trained in grief yoga, which I knew nothing about before. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, and even, um people that work with um pet loss you know um pet communication and uh cuz cuz when we lose our pets you know that's i lost two you know one before blaine passed away and one right after and oh my goodness those losses are huge too so um i have a couple of those and uh eft and yeah so just a whole gamut of things that hopefully um you know, I'm pretty sure somebody watching with grief will get something out of those videos for sure. There is so much information there tools and, um, and it's all about people who have been grieving and transformed their lives, you know, have found a way to get through the grief and keep moving forward and doing doing some amazing things. So yeah, pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, it's really inspiring. So I just want to share the name of her summit is Awaken Your Soul's Journey, How to Overcome Grief Through Healing. And the link, I actually, she gave me a personalized link. So I'm going to share that with you. And we'll have this in the show notes as well. It's healingenergy.world slash Julie Clough. Did I get that right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll say it one more time. Healingenergy.world slash Julie Clough. Yeah. Um it is, you know, as I as I look at, you know, what you've experienced over the last year. You talk about losing two pets. Obviously, your husband's loss was huge Mm -hmm. and world shaking and um, devastating the diagnosis of your son-in-law moving, moving Mm -hmm. alone, like so many big changes in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, not saying it's been easy. It's been, it's a struggle like it would be for anyone, but you, you decided to use your power of choice to choose into things to help you along the way, to choose into support, to choose into using your energy, your time, your effort to create a healing space for yourself. And so I congratulate you for that because it's really inspiring to see what you're doing. And it's, it, you know, and as I think about, the, um, as I think about the hope model of healing and that last piece is rebuilding. Mm -hmm. And that's what I see you doing. And it's such a a natural progression as we work through grief, we learn the tools, we learn, you know, not to be afraid of our emotions, even though we don't like them, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: even though we don't love it when they show up, even though, we hate having bad days and having down weeks and and grieving and having to go through the process. When we become familiar with what's going on and why it's happening and how it is benefiting us and not hurting us, then we can move gracefully through through those small steps and be able to get to the place where we can start to rebuild. And it's it's not linear. Mm-hmm. But um but it's a beautiful thing and I I love to hear that you're still using the tools that you've learned along the way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And now you've joined our um True Hope Club and yes. mm-hmm. dove in, you dive in there and you you get <laughs> pieces that you you need to continue your journey. Yeah,
1: that's super helpful. You know, just as busy as as I have been with the summit and everything, you know, it's been nice to be able to pop in there and just kind of revisit some of the stuff that, you know, has been working for me and refreshing my memory on what I need to do. So it's been great. And you have been a huge part of all of it. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, I, it's been a tremendous blessing for me to, to know you, to, to be able to coach with you, to be able to, to be a part of that, that journey and, and it all, you know, and I, I just, I point it back at you that you, you know, you were willing to do the work. You were willing to, to get in there and, and use the Use the energy and the time to to do the work and and it shows it makes a difference. So yeah. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Excited to see your summit. Um, remind us again the date. So it airs June the 16th. Okay. And they can sign up now. Yes. And yeah. it's free. Mm-hmm. So go to healingenergy.world slash Julie Clough. And you'll be able to see the interview that we did together, as well as the other interviews that you did on all these different topics. Mm -hmm. Any last words that you have of encouragement or thoughts that you want to share before we say goodbye today? Uh, I think I'd just like to,
1: to make sure everybody knows that, you know, there is hope that you can move through the grief and you don't have to be stuck. It's, it's, it is possible to
0: move through. And it's tough, but you can do it. Totally do it. That's wonderful. And the, other than the link to the summit, is there another place where sh- people should look for you or connect uh, with you? They so can find me on Facebook.
1: I have uh, a Facebook page called Widowhood and Woo Woo. <laughs>
0: oh, love that. Widowhood yeah. and Woo Woo. And, woo-woo.
1: and I, I share some tips on like anxiety, um, little little energy, um, exercises and things that you can do to help yourself. And, and, uh, I share my blog on there too. So.
0: Excellent. Well, that's fabulous. Thank you so much for being with us today and sharing, and thank you for putting together this summit that's going to bless so many lives. And mm-hmm. again, just thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me today.
0: Isn't Angela a delight? I just love her so much and was so grateful that she agreed to come on the show today and to share some experiences that she's had. I know how beneficial and helpful it is to hear other people's experiences. I certainly learned so much from other people when I was going through my own grief journeys. Just a reminder, the True Hope Club is open and available to you today at buildalifeafterloss.com slash join. Get the help you know you need and deserve. See you in the True Hope Club. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you. Bye.